Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, I'm Chris, and I found a shoe studded with diamonds at a party for billionaires. Now... The Tsunder owner is blackmailing me into being her servant. First things first, remember to post your unique title ideas in the comments below. Give a like to the ones you would like to see animated. If your suggestion does well, we'll include you in our special Discord server. For now, let's jump straight into today's thrilling story. It was just a normal workday for me, but the moment I stepped into that mansion, I felt weird. As if I was having some sort of deja vu. But I couldn't quite place the feeling. Until my manager scolded me about spacing out and just standing there and staring. We have 200 champagne flutes to fill, Chris. So I'd appreciate it if you'd come back down to Earth with us, yeah? S sorry Hannah, I'll get right on it. I pushed aside the gnawing feeling in my tummy. I smiled at the guests. I refilled their glasses. I served them hors d'oeuvre. But there was this one girl who wouldn't stop staring at me. I would smile at her whenever I caught her, of course. But it kinda got awkward after catching her staring so intently at me from across the room for the fifth time. And it was a bit intense. Her expression never changed. She always looked as if she was annoyed about something. So I thought, maybe it was me? Maybe I did something wrong and didn't notice. Parties for billionaires like this meant that I needed to go the extra mile. So in an attempt to deliver good customer service, I headed to where she was standing alone. Is there anything I can do for you, ma'am? Finally! Some service! I've been standing here all night waiting for- Excuse me? Did you just call me ma'am? For your information, you're older than me. I- I'm sorry. Is there anything I can get you, miss? Well, you can get me a plate of food for starters. I'm starving. When I got back with a request, she was waiting for me with a very strange look on her face. But I brushed it off and smiled at her again. I was about to go to my station to serve the other guests when I felt something pull at my sleeves. It was her. Her hand was clutching on my sleeves and she wouldn't let go. Her brows were furrowed in annoyance, but her eyes were sad and pleading. Uh, I'm sorry, miss. Is there anything else? I didn't say you could go! Miss, I have to serve other guests. I was beginning to get a little bit annoyed myself. Well, I'm saying you should serve me, and seeing as I'm paying for all this, you really should think long and hard about your next reply. 
I smiled the widest smile I could, but inside, I was starting to detest her. I've had a long day, and if anything, her demanding tone was wearing my patience thin. Of course, miss. Now, would you like a refill on that drink? I want you to kiss me in front of everyone! Her voice was too loud. Too loud that it was embarrassing, and people were looking. I straightened my shirt and pretended I didn't hear. So, a refill on that drink, yes? She rolled her eyes and nodded yes. She kept me by her side all night. When she grew tired of the hubbub in the ballroom, she went out for a stroll in the gardens, all the while requiring me to be within reach so she could ask me for more food. And then, when the air became chilly, I offered her my jacket. She slapped the tucks out of my hands and fixed me with a look of disdain. Yuck! Who told you you could touch me? I don't need your jacket. I'm perfectly warm, thank you very much. She said this as her teeth chattered uncontrollably. She led us back into the manor, and she, very unladylike, collapsed on a couch in the library. She threw her head back and whispered that she felt like she was going to be sick, and yet she kept ordering more trays of food. It almost sounded like she kept having me refill her drinks and bringing her trays of canopies just so she could have an excuse to keep me. When I got back for her latest round of nibbles, she didn't seem okay. She tried to stand, but then felt dizzy and collapsed right back down to the velvet couch. I tried to catch her, but she just swatted my hand away. She looked at me a bit embarrassed, but mostly irritated. Do you really not recognize me? I didn't understand what she meant. How would I know her? And from where? We clearly move in wildly different social circles. And then, I had a hunch. I'm sorry, miss. Our company does a handful of parties like this in a week. Really do apologize if you met at one of those parties and I don't remember. It's not often I get to talk to any of the guests. No, not that. The treehouse? The cave by the beach? Pop-Tarts! It sounded like she was just throwing out random words. I was about to ask her where she knew me from when my manager's head popped into the room. So this is where you were. You've neglected your station all night. Am I paying you to fraternize with the guests? Get back here or say goodbye to your job, young man. I had no choice. I'm sorry, miss... Uh... Olivia. She gave me a huge pout and shooed me off. But I just couldn't shake the weird deja vu feeling that was only getting worse and worse. So after a few minutes, I abandoned my spot again to get back to her. I needed to ask her where we could have met. Saying her name to myself, it just rang a bell I couldn't unring. But Olivia was no longer there. I was about to go back to my station when I saw something that glinted in the light. A shoe. Her shoe. It was fully encrusted in what looked to be diamonds, and I knew I had to find her at once. She couldn't just leave something that valuable just lying around, and I couldn't just leave her wobbling about with only one shoe. So I took the shoe and scoured the ballroom. When I couldn't find her, I headed for the gardens. It was there that my manager found me. What did I tell you, Christopher Anderson? The party's over, and you're out here doing what? Taking in the view? Inhaling rich people air? Hannah, I... Save it for someone who cares. I only hired you because your mom was a good friend. But no more pity points for you. You're fired. But Hannah, leave your uniform with Stella. And don't even think you're getting paid for tonight. I had one job. I had one job. Smile. Serve customers and keep a low profile. And in one night, I ignored all that. That girl better give me a huge reward for all the trouble she caused me. I remember thinking as I stared up at the mansion. I could swear I saw someone looking at me from one of the windows, but I blinked and the curtains were closed. I must have imagined it, I told myself. For days, I sat at home with that shoe on my lap. Olivia. Olivia. I kept repeating her name as I stared at the shoe, willing any memory that could help me to surface. But none came. 
I tried to find out who the mansion belonged to, but everything about that address was shrouded in mystery. Until one day, my door got kicked down. Four men came in, and in a second, everything was black. They put a bag over my head, and one of them carried me over his shoulder. I heard the car door open and close, and after a while, I found myself tied to a chair. I had to blink a few times to get accustomed to bright daylight again. And there she was, standing over me with her hands on her hips. So, you found my shoe. M Miss Olivia? I, I swear I didn't steal it. I, I looked for you at the party. I I wanted to get it back. I tried calling people. Enough with your excuses. You know I can have you jailed for this. No, please. I already lost my job just trying to get this back to you. As they should. I'm glad they fired you. A thief has no place being in the service industry. You have to believe me. I didn't steal it. And yet you have it. And you've kept it? No, please, listen to- I'm done listening to excuses. Gertrude, call the cops. The maid who stood behind Olivia began to dial. I was running out of time. No, please, I'll do anything. I'll do- Anything? I saw a mischievous glint in Olivia's eyes. She made me sign a contract. It said that I was going to be her personal servant from that day forth, in until she releases me, and that I would do whatever she asked without a question. I considered having her call the cops instead, but I couldn't risk being thrown in jail. People like her have a lot of power, and if she was going to pay me anyway and let me live in her mansion, it beats being penniless and in jail. So I signed it, and the first thing she wanted me to do was to pretend to be her boyfriend. It's just a precaution, you know. I'm rich, pretty, and popular. Paparazzi hound me. Suitors are on every corner. I need them all to back off, and you will make that happen. I agreed. I had no choice. But it got really weird really fast. She would make out with me in the most public places. She'd make me carry her shopping bags as she posed for the paparazzi. She took me to red carpets and fawned our relationship wherever she went. It was exhausting, especially since I also cooked for her, cleaned her room, walked her dogs, and cleaned her pool. In the public eye, she would pretend to be the sweetest, most caring girlfriend. And when we were alone, she'd clam up and treat me with utter disdain. But then one night, I heard her crying. I followed the sound of her sobbing and found a room I'd never been into. There was a huge screen, and a home video was playing. It was all blurry and old, but I recognized Olivia. She looked just as beautiful as she did that day. If only she had a better attitude, she'd make someone an amazing girlfriend. Suddenly, I saw 10-year-old me come into frame. I was laughing and waving at the camera, and I saw a treehouse in the background. Memories came flooding back, but the memories didn't feel like mine. I was so confused I made a sound I'd never heard myself make before, and that caught Olivia by surprise. She turned around and I saw the tears on her face, and the shock at seeing that I'd found out about her secret. A secret I didn't even understand. Who was she? Why was I in her video? I ran. I ran even though I heard her call my name. My mind was in chaos. I had to leave. What would you have done? Josh.
I grew up poor. My mom and dad did try their best, but having had no education themselves, they found it hard to find jobs that would pay enough money to raise four kids. Dad was a janitor at our local high school, and Mom did whatever work she could find. She washed people's laundry, did some babysitting, and from time to time, she would go to people's houses and clean for them. It wasn't easy having a life like that in high school, especially because most of the kids there had money. One time, a couple of girls got jealous that I won an essay writing competition over them, so they took it out on me. They just gave him the prize because he needs the money. I mean, look at his shoes. There are holes everywhere. You might as well go barefoot. Yeah, Josh lives in a trailer park. His mom does our laundry. My mom only hires her out of pity. Did you know we have to have our clothes washed twice because every time Josh's mom does it, it comes back smelling like poverty? I used to fight back whenever people insulted my mom and dad. But I landed in the principal's office so many times because of it that my mom begged me to just keep my head down. And I did. I just endured their ridicule no matter what. I would look at the ground and walk away. It was worse when they found out about my dad. I was backstage doing some lighting work for the theater group when I realized I'd forgotten my lunch at home. Dad appeared backstage with his mop and bucket and he handed me the brown paper bag that my sandwich was in. I thanked him and he left. But after that, my classmates laughed at me. Yo, check it out! Josh's dad is the school janitor! <laughs> wow, must be nice to have the world's worst janitor as your dad. <laughs> but you can't keep their house clean either. <sighs> What's it like to have a dad who earns minimum wage, Josh? Honestly, I was just glad to have graduated high school. I had no fond memories of those years. As soon as I graduated, I went straight to work. I promised myself I would save up and get out of that town as soon as I could. But. My plans didn't work out the way I hoped, and being a waiter isn't the most glamorous job in the world. Customers are always complaining about the most ridiculous things, and they blame me as if it was my fault. One time, this lady shouted at me for her drink being room temperature. I apologized, but she poured the drink on my head and demanded to speak to the manager. Uh, Ma'am, you told me you didn't want ice in your iced coffee. Of course coffee being a hot beverage if it wasn't mixed with any ice it would be hot i even gave her the added courtesy of shaking it with ice and then picking out the ice myself just so the drink would cool down without getting watered down and i let the drink chill in the blast freezer just to make sure it was cold but she sat there outside on a hot summer's day chatting away with her friends for a good hour before she even touched her drink i was happy to exchange the drink for a new one but then she started yelling at me my manager, of course, sided with her, and he banished me to the kitchen for the day. He also took my tips for the entire day just for that. That scenario wasn't new for me, either. My boss has always had it out for me ever since I started working there, and I'd quit if I had any other choice. But money was tight, and I needed the job. Our town was small, and having a job and keeping it was a privilege. All the waiters, waitresses, and cooks in that place weren't fans of Doug. That's the manager's name. We've complained constantly to the owner. But every single time we tell her that Doug was stealing our tips, or that he was pocketing money out of the cash register, we'd get ignored. It was probably because Doug was the owner's boyfriend on the side. Yep, the owner was married. 
And as far as we know, the only reason Doug can't be fired is because he can destroy the owner's marriage. He did whatever he liked at the restaurant. He'd come in late, treat the staff and the customers like we were trash. Some days, he didn't even bother coming in. Those were the best days. The restaurant would be full, we would all work smoothly, and we gotta keep all of our tips. But one day, everything became too much, and I finally reached my limits with Doug. I was cleaning up a table when I felt someone bump into me, and then an unholy cascade of lava splashed onto me and flowed down my leg. I screamed in pain, and when I looked back, I saw the most angelic girl that I'd ever laid eyes on. I was so confused. My eyes were experiencing heaven, and my legs were experiencing a nightmare. Oh my god! Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I tried to smile at her, but all I managed was a wince of pain. Oh, <laughs> it, it's no trouble. Miss... Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry you, your drink spilled. I, I uh, Oh... I'll get you a new one right away. A crowd began to gather around us and people fussed over me. I could barely stand straight for all the pain I was feeling. But I kept a smile on and told them I was okay. Dude, you gotta go to the hospital. Or at least let us get you some first aid. There's some ointment in the back. Ah, it's really nothing. I'm fine. It's just a bit hot. Nonsense. At least let me take a look at it. I'm studying to become a doctor. It was at that moment that Doug appeared from behind the crowd, already annoyed. What is this? Who's causing a scene at my restaurant? Mm, oh, it's you. Get back to work, all of you. You! Customers, get back to your seats right now. That's not a nice way to talk to people. Oh, yeah? And who might, uh, you be? Doug backtracked as soon as he saw how beautiful Kendall was. And suddenly, he was all smiles. I, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I must have gotten caught up in the moment there. Please, miss, what seems to be the problem? Maybe I can assist. You! Josh! What did you do this time? Kendall tried to explain that it was her fault. She told Doug that he was busy with her phone and didn't see me cleaning the tables, but Doug wouldn't hear of it. I think he wanted to impress Kendall and show her he was the boss, but it's definitely not working for her. Doug demanded that I go back to work while Kendall insisted that she wanted to take me to a hospital. When Doug wouldn't budge, Kendall told him that I should at least get some first aid and a bit of rest. I was starting to feel dizzy, but... Doug insisted I go to the kitchen and make him a sandwich. B boss I'm not feeling too good. Let him sit down for a bit. If you don't get up right this instant, you're fired! I don't know why I was so out of it. My legs hurt, but it wasn't that. And then I realized that I hadn't eaten for over a day, and I hadn't slept for two days either. I'd been working double shifts because someone didn't show up for their shift yesterday, and Doug demanded that I fill in. I felt myself grow faint, and I woke up with beeping noises around me. I'm glad you're awake. 
Where... Where am I? You're at my mom's hospital. You fainted. A doctor came in who looked exactly like her, and I was shocked to find out that that was her mom. They looked like sisters! The doctor checked up on me and told me I was going to be okay, and that my stay at the hospital was free. Kendall told me that I'd been asleep for an entire day, and my stomach sank. No. My job. Kendall looked downcast. She told me that Doug fired me for missing work. And I lost hope. I had no way to help my parents. And we were already struggling to pay for my brother's tuition. I'm sorry. I... I tried to stop him, but... It's all right. Thank you. For helping me. But it's not all doom and gloom. I actually came to tell you I wanted to help. Kendall introduced me to her dad. And she gave me the best news I'd heard all month. Her dad owned the largest restaurant franchise in the state. And she convinced him to hire me. I worked hard when I was finally back on my feet. I learned quickly and adapted to my new job. I stayed late and I was the first to get there every day. And that really impressed my manager. And so, I got promoted. A few months later, Kendall's dad called me to the headquarters and told me that my talents were better used as a regional manager. He told me he wanted me to train other employees. And just like that, my life changed. I was earning so much more that I was able to send my brothers to college. And I helped my parents pay off their mortgage. After that... I managed to buy my own franchise from Kendall's dad. He was so proud of how far I'd come that at one of our company's parties, he gave me an award. Through the years, Kendall and I saw each other frequently. We started dating the night I got that award. We moved in together when my franchise won Best Restaurant in Town. My restaurant was doing so well, it put other restaurants out of business. One day, my old manager came begging me for work. I laughed in his face. Oh, you still work there? You never got promoted? Aw, so sad. But all the positions in my restaurant have been filled. Unless you want to apply as a janitor. Anything, anything, please! My girlfriend kicked me out when she found a younger boyfriend. Now I have no money. Kendall was against hiring him. But honestly, I did it for my own satisfaction. I had a lovely time ordering Doug around like he used to do with me. At the company Christmas party, Kendall's dad invited all the employees of his corporation. There must have been at least 3,000 people. I gathered you all here today not just to celebrate the holidays, but to make two very big announcements. I am stepping down as the CEO. And that's because I finally found a worthy successor. Everyone gasped. All the top managers were on the edge of their seats. I would have liked to pass this on to my daughter, but since she's following her mom's footsteps, I think it best go to Josh, since he's going to be my son-in-law soon enough. The room was shocked at the double reveal. That's right, your new CEO, Josh Ryman, is now officially engaged to my lovely daughter. Give them a round of applause. And as the room erupted with thunderous cheer, I pulled Kendall close and kissed her. 
I was so proud. Just goes to show, no matter the odds, working hard always pays off. I remember five years ago, if you would have asked me if I could imagine myself living a life like this, I would have answered no. Back then, I was just Dalton, a simple guy who lived a simple life, working 9 to 5 as a car wash attendant. I had a girlfriend then. Her name was Whitney. We were happy. For a time. Until she got hooked on reality shows. From that moment on, all she wanted was to be one of those girls. Spending money and owning stuff she didn't need. She didn't work. Not that she couldn't find a job, just that she didn't feel like it was befitting of her. I started working while going to high school. I didn't have the luxury of the pride that Whitney had. We were poor, and I needed the money to help my grandma. But with a girl like Whitney as my girlfriend, I only got to keep half my pay. Sometimes, I would even be flat out broke because of her. Whitney loved her shiny things, and she made it my duty to give them to her. If you're not buying me gifts, are you even my boyfriend? She would always say she'd leave me if I didn't give in to what she wanted, and I was afraid of losing her. I always thought she was special, and she had a beautiful voice. I started writing songs because of her, and whenever she'd sing my songs, I'd feel like the luckiest guy in the world. When she sang those songs, everyone's eyes and ears would be on her, and she loved the attention. Even when she would claim the songs were hers, I didn't mind. I knew she wanted to be famous, and if my songs were the way she could get her dreams, I would happily stay in the shadows and support her with all my heart. But everything changed when she finally got what she wanted. One day while performing at a school event, an agent came up to her and gave her his card. Two weeks later, a recording label signed her. I took her to prom, but the romantic night I had been dreaming of for years suddenly crumbled in front of me when I asked her to dance and she swatted my hand away. I can't be seen with you anymore. What? Why? I'm gonna be famous now. What will people say if they knew I was dating a car wash boy? Huh? What will my fans say? I... But I love you. That's not enough. I won't have you ruin my dream. You're a nobody, and that will never be worthy of me. Now, get lost. Everyone saw, and everyone heard her break up with me at prom. I cried. It broke my heart. Every day, that moment was all I could think of. I was always so distracted that I got fired from my only job, and my old boss didn't give me a good reference, so I found it hard to get another job. The only person who was kind enough to hire me was some guy who lived in a mansion who took me in as a pool boy. He was barely there, which was great. I basically got paid to hang out in an expensive house. In just a year, Whitney's career skyrocketed. She went to award shows, sang on TV, one of her songs even got used in a movie. I knew then I could never reach her. Until one day, she came into my life again. My producer boss told me he had a very important artist coming over and to make the pool area and the garden presentable. He had me put up streamers and dress up nice. There was going to be a party that day, and the guest of honor was Whitney. I almost fell over when I saw her come in. She looked nothing like she used to, and I felt a twinge in my heart. She barely noticed me. I doubt she even recognized me. They were celebrating her debut album's success. All of the songs in it were songs that I wrote for her. My name was never even mentioned in the credits. I overheard her and the producer talk about something, and it sounded like an argument. It's in your contract, Whitney. I know, I know. But I'm an artist. Art can't be rushed. 
All the label is asking for is one song, one snippet of a song. If you want to capitalize on your fame, you have to record your next album right now, or you'll just end up being a one-hit wonder. Whitney was struggling to write her next album. It wasn't a surprise since she didn't write the first one. Then, I saw them kiss. I guess that was how Whitney convinced the producer to have more patience. When Whitney finally saw me and recognized me, she cornered me. You, you have to keep this a secret, you hear? And you have to write me new songs. I... I'll pay you. But I couldn't simply do it anymore. She tore my heart in two. And now she wanted me to save her fake career? When I refused her, she had me fired. I guess if you're someone with a secret, you wouldn't want your secret keeper to be so close to the people who can end your career. For me, it was a record low. Did pool boys even get fired? How bad do you have to be as a pool boy to get fired? I was on my way to move back in with my parents when a limo stopped where I was walking. The window rolled down and I saw a beautiful woman beckon me towards her. The chauffeur stepped out and opened the door. Come in, I'll give you a ride. My mom always warned me about stranger danger, but she didn't say some of the strangers were gonna be that hot. So, despite my doubts, I hopped into the limo, and when we started moving, the woman handed me a card and shook my hand. I'm Lola. I represent Somi Records. I've been watching you for a while now. What? I'll keep it direct to the point. I heard a rumor that Whitney didn't write her own songs. I make it a point to investigate my rivals, and I found out you were the songwriter. Why didn't you say anything? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I loved her, I guess. I'll offer you a hundred grand as an upfront payment if you sign with us. I couldn't speak. I just nodded my head. I couldn't believe any of it was real. And yet, when I opened my bank account when she dropped me off at home, the money was all there. I had to pick my jaw off the ground when I saw how many zeros there were. I spent the better part of a year writing songs. I got myself a penthouse downtown, and I bought my family an apartment next to mine. Lola gave me a complete makeover, and they marketed me as a singer-songwriter who plays guitar. And then, they released my first album. My debut single was an instant hit. I wrote that song about how Whitney used me and dumped me for fame. So many girls wrote me emails and slid into my DMs telling me my song broke their heart, and that my voice made them fall in love. Actresses and models threw themselves at my feet. Women who didn't even know my last name asked me to marry them. I was invited to award shows and TV programs. I went to red carpets and galas, and on my arm would always be Lola, the beautiful girl who changed my life. My album was nominated for an award, and that night a designer came to me personally and fitted a suit for me. Italian brands fought each other for the chance to make me wear their shoes and belts. And when I got off the limo to go to the red carpet, a hundred flashbulbs lit up and innumerable paparazzi yelled out my name. There were girls lining up the street chanting my name. I knew that I'd made it. A familiar voice called out my name, and I turned around. It was Whitney. You! Get out of my shot! The paparazzi are taking pictures of me! Go back to whatever limo you're driving and stop standing in the middle of the carpet! I could tell she no longer recognized me, so I just gave her a small bow and walked into the theater. 
Later that night, as the ceremony went on, a security guard approached the table next to us where Whitney sat. It turned out she'd gatecrashed the ceremony as she wasn't even invited. But Whitney loudly protested and made things awkward. She even told the guard she would have him fired, and so the guard let her be. I won the award for best album that night, and I made a speech that shocked everyone. I would like to thank a very special lady here tonight. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have had the inspiration for this hit song. I believe some of you would love to know who the song is about. Well, you all know her. It's none other than Whitney. Whitney stood up and began to make her way to the door, not wanting any part of the drama she caused. But before she could escape, the spotlight found her. And just then, her phone rang. And then 20 different notifications. Everyone else's phones began to beep. And I looked at mine. The reviews for Whitney's new album had dropped. It was the first one where she wrote all the songs. And the critics trashed it. News articles about it kept popping up and her horrible songs were trending on Twitter. She ran out of there humiliated, and Hollywood never saw her again. It was many years later, while I was waiting for our limo to arrive as I carried my son, that someone tapped me on the shoulder and I turned around to find Whitney. I hardly even recognized her. She was wearing tattered clothes and had dark circles under her eyes. Oh my god, how could you hide our baby from me all this time? She said it loud enough so that everyone on the street could hear. And when people recognized both of us, they started whispering, I need money. You have to pay me for taking our baby. But before she could go further, the limo door opened and my wife stepped out. Child, I don't know what fantasy world you live in, but that is my baby. I know, because I was there the day it happened. She took out a photo of us and our newborn baby and showed it to anyone who could see. Now, whatever scheme you're trying to pull, it won't work. Now go back to your sad, unremarkable life. Lola pulled me into the limo, but before we drove away, I rolled down the windows and smiled at Whitney. If you didn't lie so much, maybe things would have turned out differently for you. And with that, I kissed my beloved wife and our limo pulled away, leaving my ex-girlfriend speechless on the sidewalk. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.